Gals, I'm Brian. And I'm Brad. And Brad, I have no idea how you want to clickbait this one because, uh, well, it's yours, your choice, but also I just want my uh, purest idea is fuck the world. <laughs> <laughs> this movie makes me so goddamn angry every time I watch it. Thank God I watched the bubble afterwards. Everyone should actually check that out because it. Whew, decompressed me. Jesus. I, <laughs> uh, <ugh. laughs> How do you well, want to start this? I do have... I, I think there's another movie that you watched this weekend that is uh, somewhat similar, but better. <laughs> but not better. Less um, aggravating. Less aggravating <laughs> and much more appreciative to the general audience. Um, so I would like to start off by saying this. I address you tonight, not as a president of the United States, not as a leader of our country, but of a citizen of humanity. Was that faced... in Armageddon? Yeah. Okay. We are, you're, you're, I was going to get there. We are faced <laughs> with the very greatest challenges. The Bible calls this day Armageddon, the end <laughs> of all things. <laughs> Uh, now I gotta see if this that movie came out before or after Independence Day because that sounds like a ripoff. I think this <laughs> came out first. I think uh, Armageddon came out first, honestly. Hey. Uh, oh no, Armageddon came out in 1998 and Independence Day came out in 1996. Michael Bay makes quick turnarounds. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you if you like end of the world movies and you want to watch the world burn. Or you really love um, rich billionaires, and we're, we're going to call this guy in the movie um, Beth Jezos. Because uh, <laughs> that's kind of kind of what he reminds me of. <laughs> yeah, half of him reminds me of that, and half of him I'm just like, no, you would never have gotten anywhere if you were like you were. Uh, and I only feel comfortable saying that because he ends up being such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what is the movie, sir? This movie is Don't Look Up. It's a Netflix, I believe it's a Netflix original movie, correct? Mm -hmm. um, I know it's only on Netflix, but uh, yeah, it's a Netflix original movie um, released or directed by Adam McKay. Um Starring Leo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Jonah Hill, Tyler Perry's in it, Ariana Grande, um, just trying, Meryl Streep. I boom. love that the biggest loser at the Oscars <laughs> took the sixth, sixth place on the list. <laughs> I was waiting what, for the Streep because she, oh. she's been nominated so many times. Oh, she's nominated for everything. I mean, what <laughs> hasn't she been nominated for? I mean, th that lady is like royal should be like actress royalty oh she is uh, yeah well I, but she should be like it should be like meryl streep then like beyonce and then like j-lo like she should be above that just because of just everything she's done in her entire life um, in in purely the actor category or just in general uh probably uh we can say just an actor i'm sure she's probably um the only reason I ask that because I want to say I'm so surprised that Beyonce and JLo are so high on the acting list. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? No J Lo's offense. done a lot of 
J-Lo's done a lot of great things. No Didn't she watch a J-Lo? No offense to them. No, no. Uh, she was probably in Pearl Harbor, if anything. I, I don't know. But it, oh, no, I was, I was at Wal- I was at Walmart this weekend and saw the new movie with uh, Matthew McConaughey. Not Matthew McConaughey. What's his name? Um, Marry Me. Um, drawing a blank on that dude's name with a broken nose. Owen well, Wilson. Yeah. I did not know he was in there. But I mean, like, Beyonce, her biggest acting things are Austin Powers 3 and Lion King, arguably. <laughs> Purely acting. And Fair uh J-Lo, like, she did, oh, man, she did great in, uh, what was the stripper movie? That, Hustlers. I avoided that. Have I told this story before? No. She had divorced from Mark Anthony, and apparently he was... He basically wanted her to stop doing everything that probably initially attracted him to her, like stop being sexy, blah, stop, you know, very controlling. So she divorces him. I think the first movie I remember her doing after that was like sleeping with the 18 year old neighbor boy. And I'm like, okay, you go. Or no, the first thing I remember her doing was uh, I got a big booty with, uh, uh, oh shit, the whatever. It's called Big Booty. I'm like, that song's not for me. I'm personally uncomfortable watching this, but you go, girl. And then she did the <laughs> sleeping with the 18-year-old neighbor boy. And I was the like, boy next door. I heard that was trash, but you go, girl. And then Hustlers came out. I was like, you go, girl. And then everyone was like, it's fucking amazing. I was like, okay, I'll check it out. <laughs> and it was. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street and Hustlers need to be paired together. But Okay. Um, so we're, we're, we're going to skip over um, Selena. We're going to skip over that movie, right? I never saw that. What? Yeah. I mean, that's probably, I mean, that's re- really kind of like, that's what turned, made her, her career turn from like, you know, normally going up to like skyrocket up um, was, was Selena. I need to check that out. But I mean, like, I think the first movie I ever knew or heard that she had been in was like maid of honor and i did not say that so not the wedding planner matt mcconaughey when he was young back in 2001 <laughs> was he in oh i don't know why i was oh i was confusing that with the wedding singer <laughs> oh, okay yeah made manhattan yeah so um so big compliments to Beyonce and JLo. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but, I'm tr- I'm trying to think of other like actresses that you know you could even put next to Meryl Streep. Um, Viola Davis has apparently been told it, behind the scenes that she is Aubrey Hepburn. She is the uh, I'm not too I know who she is, but I haven't seen anything she's in, so I can't speak on that. But uh, Viola Davis was told was like you're like I don't think she. She basically was like, you're like the modern the modern day Meryl Streep. It's like, okay, pay me like her. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, she's fantastic. This, if you haven't checked this out, I, I honestly, I'll defer to you because I don't know who to recommend this to. There's, there's two camps of people that are going to watch this. People who... <laughs> 
listened to reliable news sources and fucking got vaccinated. So they don't need to watch this because all it's going to remind them of is all the fucking dumbwits. And then two, the fucking dumbwits who are not going to accept this movie. They're going to, as soon as they realize what it's about, they're not going to accept it. We're too far past. There's no one who should still be on the fence. Maybe there are. I don't know. I it made yeah. me. I, I thought again <laughs> when I because this is the second time I watched it. I watched it one time. I was like, "Ooh, that's really good. I really like that movie." I haven't really heard too much about it. Like, I generated a little bit of buzz because people either loved it or hated it and got mad about it, and then it just kind of fell off after about a day and a half. Um. So I thought it, I thought it was a little bit closer to more neutral. You know what I mean? Like politically neutral. They weren't really going after one side or the other. In my mind, like you could have put yourself on either side if you wanted to be. But then after watching it the second time, I'm like, oh, no, not really. <laughs> they kind of they kind of do some things and call out some things that are mm, can't really <laughs> yeah. can't really be on both sides. It, it helps that the president is a woman for trying to be more neutral. But ultimately, it, th- this will not I don't believe it's really going to change people's minds. Um no, it's either it's it's a movie that if you if you already agree with or have agree partly with the ide- ideology of this movie, then you're just going to you're just going to strengthen your beliefs. If you don't necessarily believe in the ideologies of some of the, of some of the things in this movie, it's just going to make you mad, really. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of divisive. I do I do think it helps that it's not a pandemic happening in the movie. Uh, to yeah. to try to get through to some people like if it got through to one percent of the people who were wrong <laughs> and watched it great job movie one in a thousand honestly but um it would still be war you know it did something but it also didn't help that on the same and i i put a couple notes so I remember I'm going to um, paraphrase because this person's number one dumb response was sound a lot like Jesse Smollett, um, which thanks Jesse Smollett for your fucking lies because <laughs> that's that's what they're going to do when they find out it's a lie. Uh, but they said I'm a paraphrase so you can't find it and harass her if you're an asshole. But no one who's an asshole is still listening because I already called you a dipshit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But they said that they were heading home and uh, a group of dudes yelled, COVID's over because they were wearing a mask. And then because they are Asian, started making ching chong noises. And they went on to say like why this hurts and everything but like covid's not over through the day this happened i looked up the daily covid deaths it was 3000 and that was a low number or i think it was 2500 but there was like a high number of 5000 and it wasn't <sighs> like progress is being made but it's just you can't get through to anyone who's made up their mind because if 
as progress is being made, they'll just be like, see, it wasn't a big, it was just going to go away on its own. And then people who did something about it is like, no, we're making progress because we did something about it and it's been slowed because of you. <laughs> so, um, and I mentioned the progress only because I'm going to reference, uh, the, video that i referenced before about global warming about how it's actually doing something uh we will fix climate change because they point out the trap of hopelessness like it could be so easy for someone to watch this movie like get all angry like i did and then just be like fuck it i give up fuck no masks let's just fucking watch the world burn i'm gonna we are making progress i don't know what else to say about it <laughs> This yeah maybe yeah <laughs> it's just, yeah it's it's either gonna make you angry or, or you're just gonna look at this like yeah that's kind of how everything is i mean they i don't know it's 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 tough it's tough to watch um especially if you start comparing they do a really good job of comparing but not making it making their situation the same as realistic situations they do a really good job of like well, they're really they really mean this, but they're saying it's that. <laughs> yeah. And they're going to play like it's that, but you know, if I put this into nowadays perspective, it's closer to this. Oh, that's why they did this is cuz it actually fits more here. <laughs> yeah, in in reality, it wouldn't take a smartphone algorithm to get you to click away from bad news. It's human nature. We're going to go la 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 and like try to find an escape. Like our whole our whole entertainment system is literally based on escaping or making you f- scared, so then you want to escape more. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, this 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 movie it's the way it does things is really really good. Um. So we'll 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 move past the ideology of the movie and more of a entertainment value of the movie. It yeah. does things really well. It's funny. It's um, heartfelt. It's um, depressing at times, just based on what the characters have to go through and the situation that they're being put in. There's um, a post credit scene. There's a post credit scene where we find out what a Vronkala Tonk or something, whatever it was, is. <laughs> That's the end of the movie. There's a different post credit scene, but no, no, we're still in the spoiler free section, right? Yeah. Sorry. Well, I just make cookies my- with my daughter. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> she literally bought we had some cookies and there were more cookies and she when i went in she was like bring these cookies for to, to enjoy whilst recording so a podcast yeah about audio quality <laughs> <laughs> you, do you want me to go to the next room and tell her she's a dumb because <laughs> no, i want because i want because I want to see a nine-year-old. I want to see you get beat up by a nine-year-old. <laughs> well, too bad. You, that wouldn't happen no matter what. Because she's ten. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, overall, I mean, this this movie is is really good. So on a pure entertainment value, if you took out all the ideology of this movie and just watched it purely to watch the movie, um, I would say it's it's a very entertaining movie. Um. Like I said, it had its it had its day and a half when everybody was either happy or sad, um, and then it kind of just faded off into existence, you know, about as fast as it came into existence. 
Yes, it's a it's a very quality movie. Um, but if you haven't seen it and you are going to try it out, I would definitely recommend having enough time afterwards to be able to switch over to Bubble, <laughs> the the Bubble, which is um, the the twenty twenty two version, not the nineteen. 19- 60 the bubble or not the 1930s the bubble yeah, they're they're <laughs> both there's like four of them <laughs> they're both netflix originals this is adam mckay the bubble was made by judd apatow who produced a lot of adam mckay's early work um and it is it it doesn't do metaphor it's actually just the pandemic is happening but it is so much more oh it's not as good it's a it deserves better than its rating on imdb but it's not as good a movie as this, but it's much less stressful and funny. <laughs> There's you're not gonna watch the bubble and get stressed out about COVID, which sounds weird since they're not metaphoring it. <laughs> you might not want to watch this movie right before going to bed if you know that you get angry at stupid people. <laughs> if you have less love in your heart to accept people for their flaws. All of their flaws, <laughs> like I am, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, uh, what what do you want to say for the spoiler-free section? Um, it's a quality movie. It contains a lot of stars, a lot of famous people. Um, I know we listed off some of them. It's got the kid from Dune, um, Kid Cudi, which is a, a rapper. Um, it's got the guy from ready player one he was the um main creator of of the game and ready player one um yeah i mean it's got a lot of it's it's a star-packed movie and in that sense and by the way shout out to ariana grande because i i respect anyone who's well especially if they're playing just themselves like the character of themselves like neil patrick harris did in the harold and kumar movies she doesn't do that but she is a hundred percent playing a an asshole version of herself, <laughs> and I respect anyone. It's not subtle, and she's not stupid. She knows yeah. what she's doing. I respect anyone who's willing to essentially play themselves, but just a fucking piece of shit. And she comes around later. Spoilers, but like, <laughs> what a dick. Also. I think this is the most impressive uh, Leonardo DiCaprio performance in recent memory, only because he's not playing himself <laughs> or a version of himself. Cause he normally plays a sexy boy <laughs> who the, who the ladies love. And you know, I don't, I'm not gonna, I don't know his drug choices, but I would not be surprised if he was like, yeah, I did a bunch of shrooms and Molly before this <laughs> on my <laughs> private jet and I'm saving the world. He plays a, uh, how do I say this without sounding mean, but a spineless guy very well. Yeah, um, but he does he does both really well. A spineless guy and a guy that's got too much spine. Because <laughs> then you look at something like Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, yeah. Where he's got too much spine. <laughs> yeah. But in, in a certain sense, like, it's got to be easier 
to just be a dick on camera. Yeah. Right. Oh, it's gotta like, be, it's gotta be super easy. Like, I don't want to do this, but fucking make it rain bitches. <laughs> you know, where this, you have to, to make it, to sell it. You really have to be vulnerable with yourself in front of people to dig down there, dig down deep and just bring insecurities. Like we, he wouldn't be the, the level he is as an actor. If we all thought he was faking it, (laughs) if we could tell that he was acting. Yeah. Because the, the list of the list of Leonardo Caprio movies, and I just looked it up just for S's and G's astounding, (laughs) just, just astounding. I've I mean, never heard someone say for S's and G's. I fucking love that. Oh, yeah. For S's and G's. Shits and grins, shits and giggles. Um, yeah, I mean, just go run down the list. Don't look up. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, The Revelant, um, Wolf of Wall Street, Great Gatsby, uh, Django Unchained, um, Inception, Shutter Island. And I'm just kind of skipping through here. Blood Diamond, Departed, uh, The Aviator. Uh, Man in the Iron Mask, Romeo and Juliet. I'm gonna put a little. Uh, What's eating Gilbert Grape? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna put a little asterisk on what I said earlier. I'd say that at least personally, playing a so racist asshole in Django is harder than being vulnerable. <laughs> like there's fun for asshole. for normal people. Asterisk yeah. for normal yeah. people. Yeah. There, there's fun asshole, e- easiest. Very vulnerable, much harder. Uh, saying the hard R N word and rubbing blood on your actual blood that you accidentally spilled on your co-star. Well, that was that was an improv, so I don't know how hard that was. It happened real quick, but just being surrounded by your peers who are of African American descent and being told treat them like they're fucking slaves. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, uh, I I I don't envy any person in that movie in general, but I would, if I had the money all those actors did, I'd be like, I'm gonna sit this one out, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pause this, and I'm just gonna go sit over there and watch you do this because yeah. I don't want to be a part of this. Yeah. After this, do you have any openings in Widows? Because <laughs> at least that's Chicago modern day. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i mean this star star studded star packed movie um i don't know who this was actually produced by i'm trying to get back to my page here if it was actually like ran through netflix or if it was made by somebody else in netflix nope distributed by netflix production company uh, bluegrass films yeah but yeah i mean this they 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 did their homework and they packed this thing. Everybody's pretty much everybody's famous in this movie. <laughs> yeah, even uh, even shit, uh, dude from Shield who played the thing in the first two Fantastic Four movies. Um, ooh, what's his name? Uh, I'll get him. He's in there for like literally twelve seconds. Uh, I was gonna say Paul Gillifort, but Gillifolly, that's on it. No, um, I'll get it. Shield, IMDb. Oh, Ron, Michael, Ron Pro- Michael Michael Chiklis. No, oh. Michael Chiklis. There was I saw his credits in the beginning. I was like, wait, he was in this? What? Like, and then I saw him for like 
literally a second. I was like, that's hilarious if he had more and then it was gone. And then later he did like 10 seconds when, um, when Kate Blanchett and, uh, Medea, sorry, what's his name? Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry are in the bar. Trevor Perry, Tyler Perry, Tyler, Tyler Perry. I'm not going to mention more of what's happening at that point, but when they're in the bar having a drink together, because that's a spoiler. Um, and then he comes on for like, he's talking about some bullshit segment that has nothing to do with <laughs> real life. Yeah. I like and Ron Perlman's in this movie. I like how he can, he can make fun of himself and play a character that he doesn't believe in. <laughs> Cause if you know anything about this guy, um, he is a, he was not very happy the last couple of years. He was uh, very much against the last couple of years and he's very, uh, very vocal about his opinions. <laughs> uh, which couple well, years? <laughs> um, I'm going to say from about the end of uh, 2015 to the beginning of uh, 2021. <laughs> okay, I was I thought that's what you meant, but then you said couple of years. I was like, it's 2022. Like, wait, yeah, he's 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 <laughs> okay. He's he's okay now. But uh, if you follow him on Twitter, uh, he definitely he definitely calls out people, and he definitely and it's definitely. Um, <laughs> a little bit more one-sided than you might expect <laughs> he's he's one of the rare rare very vocal um actors or actresses he he will tell you what he thinks he does not give a shit about it so because a, a lot of actors a lot of actors stay pretty quiet about what their you know their political beliefs or their personal beliefs on on stances like that just because it might hurt them in the future um, they have very PR where he just does not care. PR is not a thing to him. <laughs> yeah, they're old enough, I guess. Uh, I guess that makes sense. The people that sound like what you're describing who, or like that, that I can think of are James Gunn, Mark Hamill, and Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. So. Uh, Mark, Ham- Mark Hamill would be another good example, but like take Mark Hamill, Hamill, and then just like d- turn the dial a couple of clicks and get louder. <laughs> So me, <laughs> I'm, 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 and and more f words. <laughs> I yeah, you haven't seen my Twitter arguments. <laughs> nope, I've been a lot nicer now, but uh, calling guys words that were historically used to demean women is was a was a delicious treat <laughs> for me because those guys just can't cannot take that insult. <laughs> Ah, uh, dickless bitch might have been one. <laughs> wow. wow! 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 Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> um. Ah, uh, yeah. Rest in peace, Hellboy three. <sighs> I still, I still need to go back through and watch it. I know I've seen Hellboy one at least once. I think I'm pretty sure I've seen Hellboy two at least once never i think that's as far as i've gotten i don't think I've, is there a third one or no no my uh i mean there's a reboot with the stranger things guy but it sucks oh um harbor yeah david david harbor i think so but uh yeah not great and yeah unfortunately they just never made it and what is it you don't you don't have to go back I, it's got to be out of marvel's stream for me one day and it's only going to be two because I don't think number one is essential. Um, 
Yeah, I just saw <laughs> spoiler to my life. Um, I saw a really nice steel book of it of one, two, and the reboot. Um, so I thought I would, <laughs> I thought I would pick them up, and then um, I figured, you know what, I probably should watch them to make sure that they're all right first before I spend twenty something dollars a pop on buying all three of them. <laughs> I would buy the second one. Yeah, hell yeah. I think the but I think the first one had the coolest artwork if I if I'm remembering correctly. The I think first, Hell, Hellboy one. The first one is good. I'll just say that uh, I wasn't like there day one for Hellboy two based on it, and Guillermo del Toro even said that he's stuck too close to the plot for the first one. That like it kind of restricted his vision. Um. Anyway, send me the link for the second one because I might actually because it is. But I've got it on digital, so if you wanted to see it, yeah. My um, my my next five for Marvels on stream that I'm submitting though are movies I have not seen, but I've I just need an excuse to finally watch them because they have gotten great reviews. Yeah, um, I would say overall I would give this movie an edible. Um. There, I'm going to say edible just because I know that there's going to be a lot of people that are going to disagree with this movie and it's not movies for them. Um, but I would say if it was, I would say overall it's an edible. I would say because I like the movie and I can understand and I can, I'm a person that can see both sides of an argument. Um, I may not agree with your side of the argument, but I can at least, you know, entertain both sides of the idea. I would probably say it's probably closer to an edible mushroom. Um, but for, I would say for the general population, I would say it's probably just probably an edible. Uh, all right. Well, I'm gonna say I'm gonna add an emoji for this. I'm gonna do the angry curse word emoji mushroom, <laughs> like because <laughs> that's that's just for me. Uh, I don't know. I'm uh, I'm not too. Uh, I'm not thinking of it from a general public point of view just for me personally it's like it's fucking great but every time i see it it makes me angry uh, <laughs> um yeah yeah that's that's mine yeah i mean i can i can definitely i can definitely i can get behind that just yeah i'm i'm i've been told that i have the patience of a kindergarten teacher on day one um so i'm very understanding very forgiving in nature um <laughs> so i guess yeah I, I know people who still haven't gotten vaccinated the only people i'll mention are my own family because uh, i'll throw them under the bus my parents <laughs> and my aunt last time i heard none of them were vaccinated so <sighs> um uh yeah I mean, I'm, I am, so boom. Yeah. Thankfully, thankfully, all my very closest friends are all vaccinated, and they are also down to every time we hang out, I got, you know, free COVID tests at home. So, going to be hanging out with my buddy Christian a couple weeks ago at the time of release of this. <laughs> uh, and we're going to drink some wine after we take some COVID tests. And and he's gonna do a special episode of Bond. 
No, we don't have any plans for that. Yeah, it's just going to be a nice, nice hang. But uh, what? Any thoughts for what we'll title this episode? Because I got. Uh, if if you want, all I can think of is like if you really just want to. Uh, not change your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, honestly my best title idea is like i don't know you're not gonna change your mind but it's pretty good was is good might mad it it are it it are be good (laughs) (laughs) it are be good you are be mad (laughs) yeah yeah if you think that's gonna be a type if you like a apocalyptic movie If you're waiting for the apocalypse, here's your movie. <laughs> uh, if you like apocalyptic movies but want it to hit too close to home, <laughs> this is it. <laughs> is this is the movie for you? All right, all right, gals. Uh, DM me on Instagram with the title of the movie, and I will add a shout out section in the spoiler section if you do that over the weekend before the spoiler publishes uh i'm brian and i'm brad see you over there and there's uh i mean it's on netflix there's no affiliate links but if you want to join the discord that's also below bye